Welcome back, everybody. This is Return to Oz Minute, where we're breaking down the 1985 Disney movie Return to Oz one minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Perlucci. And we're not joined by anyone today. Uh, it's so weird. It, after so many episodes, it feels strange, but it's fun to be back in Kansas with you. Today, we're going to talk about Minute 104, which starts with Auntie M comforting Dorothy. Uh, I love my first note for this minute. And it ends with Dorothy whispering Ozma to her mirror. So before anything else happens in the movie, we get the reaction to uh, yesterday, or last minute, depending on how you're watching this. Auntie M informed Dorothy that the clinic she was at was burned down from a lightning strike and everyone except the doctor escaped. Look at her face. She doesn't believe this fire story any more than I do. (laughs) (laughs) That is a little kid face calling BS. (laughs) Well, Dorothy has seen a lot, especially over the last few days. It's like a fire. I escaped a mountain collapsing around me. After it tried to eat my friends. <laughs> yeah. And my chicken... Oh my, gosh. my chicken committed genocide. Potentially. <laughs> You're saying he couldn't get out of a building? Was he on fire? Like... Well, and Auntie M says he could have gotten out, but he went back for his machines. So it's like, okay. But I want, I want the timeline of what Auntie M thinks happened here. Because, like, why does she think Dorothy's on the riverbank? I don't know. Uh, we'll keep going with questions because at that moment, a jail horse and buggy goes by uh, so that we can see the nurse from the clinic is locked up, same as Mombi, also Jean Marsh. Dramatic music plays, and we get an amazing Feruza Balk stare down. Like, for someone who has no lines for this part of the scene... Dorothy is going straight to my heart with these faces. Yeah. And the blue eyes, and it's great. But, again, I still have questions. Why was the nurse arrested? Did I know what was going on at the clinic? Like, what happened at the fire? And yes, I just did the air quotes. Um, Because wouldn't they just think, oh, this poor woman who has been through an ordeal, but got all the patients and rest of the staff out to safety... And then told us before it happened, I was trying to catch up to Dorothy, who had started running away screaming for no reason, as far as I could tell. She must be on the riverbank somewhere. Like, but I need a deleted scene so badly. And she just happens to drive by right now? Like, we don't know how, say there was a fire or a commotion. Something happened. People were alerted at some point. Mm -hmm. From that, either Aunt Em... Well, no, because Uncle Henry's here. So, I wonder if they were coming to pick her up, because weren't they going to come back the next day? Yeah. I know Toto was going to come back. Yeah, Aunt Em was going to pick her up. Dorothy said to bring Toto. I guess Uncle Henry decided to come with... I thought that seems plausible, that they all decided to go together to pick her up. Yeah. And then when they got there, they discovered this mess? Oh my gosh. They must have been freaking out. It's like, well, so, there was an incident... But if the nurse oh. is locked up, like, how do people know that there was, like, how did, how did anyone else know? Maybe no one knew that there was a Dorothy. Like, I mean, That's did Pons what... Mar, did he, did he say, oh, hey, you know, there was a new arrival yesterday. Uh, don't know where she went. Uh, we, you know, everyone got out of the building. So we know she's not in the building. We did chase her into the water. 
Uh, she might have gone down into the Mississippi oh by now. <laughs> Different tributaries and... It was a long <laughs> trip, but even so. No, I just thought of the most heartbreaking thing. And if you're a parent listening to this, I'm really sorry, but I have to... It's the only thing that makes sense of... Henry, M, and Toto came together to pick up Dorothy the next morning. They get there. There's a commotion. Like, there's all these people around this burned-up hulk of a building. No Dorothy to be seen. And they say, hey, Nurse Wilson, where's our kid? That's when she's arrested because she doesn't have a good answer. And it comes out that Dorothy has fled and disappeared and potentially drowned. And they go looking for her. Yeah. Well, and Ponsmar could co- corroborate that. Yeah. Because he and or the maybe other... Ponsmar sold her out and was like, you gotta lock this lady up. She was all over this plan. Um, I mean, the nurse is just taking the fall for the doctor. If he had escaped the fire, or did he? No. But if the doctor was there to be taken, he would be in jail. He would be the one being prosecuted. But since he's gone, she's the next in charge. Yeah, even though she did, tr- I mean, granted, she would probably have, like, chained Dorothy up this time. <laughs> uh, you know, she did try a rescue attempt. Hans yeah. Marr did try to, to catch her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't... I mean, she went into the water trying to rescue them. Yeah, I don't really know how, how much of this, like, how much of this is not what was expected of a doctor working with electricity. I guess that's my that's my question. Is was was everything he was doing was it all actually above boards? Like maybe this is what you know. It's eighteen ninety nine. He's shocking people. No one knows what's going on. Like they they think he's uh you know he's on the edge of medicine. Yeah. Like maybe I, I don't. It just seems it seems weird that the nurse gets arrested because of Dorothy may may have drowned. Like Dorothy escaped. I don't know. I I can yeah. see. I can't see punishing the nurse for the doctor electrocuting people if that was... What was advertised is what yeah. he was going to do. I wonder if it's because... I wonder if Ponsmore sold her out and was like... When when Aunt Henry and uh, Uncle Henry and Aunt Emma are running around flipping out like, where's Dorothy and all this? And he's like, she took off into the woods and this lady chased her. You know, like, I wonder if that came out of like, well, first of all... You lost a child in your charge, which was always the first rule when I worked at summer camp. The first rule is if your parent, if a parent entrusts your their child in your hands, you need to make sure the child goes back to them in one piece. Yeah. It's rule one. <laughs> well, um, and in the script, we get into this because ooh. remember, they only find one girl. So originally, that's true. Uncle Henry has an exchange with a police officer he spots dorothy he's like glad to see you miss dorothy says hi the officer says to henry any sign of the other one and henry says no half the party has gone further down looking why don't you get in am am climbs in and then she says to the officer god willing they'll find her too poor thing so so aunt am gets an independent so we have independent corroboration from henry from the police officer and from Aunt M, that Ozma was physically in Kansas. Other people saw her. She's not a figment of Dorothy's imagination. And the search parties knew that they were looking for two girls and or two bodies. And they found one 
on the riverbank, which was Dorothy. So if if two girls have gone missing and they, we don't know how long how much time has passed because they yeah. they clearly think enough time has passed that they won't find anything hmm. and they do find Dorothy, then Nurse Wilson can't, could be arrested because two girls died. <laughs> the doctor's yeah. gone. Like that's you know to us sure putting people into the into a questionably medical facility yeah that's a crime what he was doing but in 1899 maybe that was fine but you let two girls probably drown yeah because you you chased them out of the house that oh but see i like the way it is in the movie though where we don't get that confirmation where you don't know if if dorothy was there or if, if ozma if anyone else ever saw her the yellow-haired girl. The yellow-haired girl. Sorry. <laughs> I guess, I mean, technically she's not Ozma in Kansas, but maybe yeah, yeah. she is. Maybe it just happens that she has the same name. So, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I waffle because that does give us an explanation for why Mombi's going away for a very long time. But I, I like the ambiguity of, wait, did only Dorothy ever see this girl? Was it all in her head? Or was she real? Um, yeah, we don't get to... For some reason, I thought we had more going on on the side of the road. But I, I guess not. I was just wrapped up in the drama of the of the jail cart going by. So there is a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Aunt Em has a, has a voiceover that, that uh, leads Whoa. from Cottonwood Falls into... Can- into uh, I guess we don't know where they live. Into Kansas, wherever. Possibly yeah. Missouri. i'm never living that down am i uh so so m said it kind of explains why why we see the whole group she said which really makes the timeline go kind of nuts in my mind but oh god we needed to have that conversation because that's the time is just so weird here and yeah this piece uh so we get a voiceover during the transition we haven't got i mean we haven't gotten quite there in the minute but Aunt Em says, well, I drove back home and told Hen, after I left you at the clinic, I told Hen all about it, and he said, no, just that simple, no, like he does when he's made up his mind. And then uh, we get the transition, and then she continues, of course, I can't say I wasn't having second thoughts of my own on the way back. Anyway, we hitched up and turned right around, dark as it was, drove all night, it seemed. The storm had come up by then. Dorothy, what about Uncle Henry's leg? Aunt Em? You know, I haven't heard a word about it. He walks around like it never happened. I hate this. And then voiceover. we get Henry with the the hammer and the nails and the roof. I hate this voiceover. Um, also, because we don't have voiceover anywhere else. I mean, we kind of this this story is obviously you know ADR'd over it, but she, she yeah she's telling this story as they're standing there. I think that would have been. Very weird. And also sounds very much uh, like Auntie M doth protest too much. Like, yeah, I was having second thoughts too, I swear. <laughs> uh, no, you weren't. You were team electric healing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But we, we, we had reached the transition, or at least my notes had reached the transition. Because my next note is, I want to ask how much time has passed that magically the house is now done, but I've learned my lesson about this house. Uh, but finally, 
The house is complete. Yay! Everything except apparently the top of the little roof over the front door, which I guess you could save till the end, but sure. Yeah, that's that seems fair, because you could add that afterward very easily. Um, and, and it would be more important to get the actual house done first, so that seems fine. Yep, um, Uncle Henry's leg is healed. He's up there working away. Uh, we see a lot of chickens running around, more than we saw at the beginning. And I wonder, did Dorothy give Belina's love to the chickens? We'll never know. That's probably why they're so excited now. Like, they got <laughs> they got word back from Belina. Dorothy, Dorothy just said, hey, she's fine. She's gone to a better place. That sounds like code. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, they're, they're running around. Um, and in and... about second 37, while mm-hmm. Dorothy's looking out her window... Way off in the distance, it looks like there are two to three other buildings. At the very edge of the fields. At the top? At the top. Yep. I see what you mean. It could be trees, but I don't think so. It could be be stands of trees, but it also could be buildings. There's no way to know because it's just part of the the haze on the horizon. Yeah, but, Um. you know, things are looking up. People are moving back to the area after the tornado. It's still pretty bleak. I mean, compared to her finale in Oz, we're back in our brown color palette, definitely, with these minutes. But she doesn't seem to mind. And she has her little house at the, or her little room at the top of the house. Toto hanging out in the bed. I'm a fan of any minute with Toto. Uh, and she. And I'm really amused because I'm like 80% sure that I had a flannel nightgown with the exact same pattern as Dorothy's wallpaper when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) The 80s were a fun time. (laughs) I probably would have waited until the house was done before wallpapering, but you know. See, but I could see it being done. I think what, I'm trying to look at what Henry's doing because it, sorry, now I have to be annoying and do that yeah he's finishing up the porch yeah so that's fine that the house is done and then they said okay a porch would be really nice but you leave that till the end i mean my dad is currently well hopefully he's done by now redoing (laughs) our porch you just (laughs) use the other door for a couple well it's taking him forever because (laughs) he gets stuck doing things like driving me back and forth to boston um, I mean, his leg's but, mended, yeah. Tierney. It's mended. Yeah, fine. <laughs> um, God, that's the sassy Aunt Em. That's where Belina got it. I'm positive. <laughs> she doesn't get that from Dorothy. Aw, yeah, and, and no brown... It's still all white chickens. No brown chickens without Belina here. Oh, did you notice the one that runs across the front of the house really, really fast? No. Um, where is it? Is it seconds? So it starts right away. 22 to, okay. At 24, there's one walking past what I guess is like Henry's little work table he has set up. And it just takes off. Yeah. Everyone else is just milling around doing normal chicken things. And that one, I don't know what it saw off screen, but it just books it. (laughs) Yeah, that, uh... (laughs) 
That's a bird of the place to be. Yeah. That apparently isn't telling anyone else. So I, I like to think that that is the heir to Belina's place, where it's like, well, maybe someday I'll get the respect I deserve. If this were if this were a Marvel movie, that chicken would get <laughs> would get like five seconds in the credits. Yes. Having gone around the house into the chicken coop, and there's like Samuel L. Chicken saying, "I want you to be part of the uh, the Bird Avengers." Belina sent me. Yeah, that chicken's gonna get to come to Oz. It's super fast. I want you to be part of the Sanders Initiative. Yeah, that might not be the best. <laughs> that might be complicated. <laughs> we might need to work on the name. We don't need a name. Um, <laughs> I'm the colonel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there are colonels. It's a whole thing. Um, oh, and so, birds eat corn. And corn has kernels. Yes. Yes, they do. Has that been a thing this whole time? Okay, good. I wanted to make sure I hadn't missed it. Um... <laughs> So, with, within Dorothy's room, she walks over to the mirror, and actually, I said it ends with her whispering Ozma to her mirror. We do get a little bit, at the very end of the minute, of a light seeming to glow from this mirror. Yeah. Dorothy so goes from intrigue to, oh my god. <laughs> what I do? <laughs> She's got a little um, uh, Dr. Grant in her. I touched it. Shouldn't have touched it. So, yeah, I don't know what the stroking the mirror thing is, but yeah, she does have a great, like, oh, and backs away as the light starts shining out of the mirror. So we have yet another kind of cliffhanger ending to a minute. Uh, yeah. Which, again, people keep thinking this movie's over. I bet you guys all thought that. You know, she was in Oz, then she went back to Kansas, she was reunited with the family, but then we had the whole fire controversy. Well, now we've... We haven't resolved the fire controversy, but apparently everyone's just moving on with their lives. Um, and the house is fixed up, so everything seems fine. But now, what's happening in the mirror? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not necessarily good. I was going to make a joke that this story is never-ending, and then I realized, ah, never-ending story. Wrong show. <laughs> so... Um, hey, the uh, say the say the name Twitter account might eventually get to that because they do say never ending story in the movie. Okay, we could we could get to that. Yeah, I um. At the beginning of this movie, the Gnome King says, "Your Majesty, she has returned to Oz." <laughs> close, very close, close enough, I think. Yeah, we we definitely had a return to Oz in ours, so. That's exciting. Yeah, and yeah. I and I got to name an episode Return to Oz literally yeah. for when they went back. So it's it's good, but uh yeah, we're we're going to leave you guys on a little bit of a cliffhanger today. Uh we'll make sure that you all come back tomorrow because how are you going to sleep wondering what's going on in the mirror? Come on. You know it, I know it. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything you wanted to wrap up? It's up to you if you want to do plugs. I feel like in minute 104, they probably know where to find us, but oh, well, it's up to you. If, you. if you started midway or you want to look back, 
Look, everything's on returntoozminute.com, weogtiogpiog.com. Mm -hmm. It's got it's got the guests. It has all the episodes. Uh, so if you're you're trying to think, oh, when they said, you know, the early Kansas minutes, those are there. They're all there. <laughs> so, it's there, all of it. Yes, and the uh, the Facebook page is not going to. I mean, we'll stop putting on episodes, but uh, you know, there's still going to be. Well, I mean, I've been talking about this movie for thirty years. I'm probably not going to stop. <laughs> Uh, nice. I, th I think the flying sofa is going to live on. <laughs> we built you your own internet community just for this movie. It's perfect. I mean, we've got this Oz, uh, what is it? Oz Wonderland crossover show? Like, there's going to be, mm. there's going to be more, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll probably do some bonus stuff, I would imagine. Uh, oh, yeah. As, as things come up. We, we've had a couple ideas and then... We've just run out of time with doing a podcast five days a week, but someday we'll we'll take a little breather and do that. And um, if you can't wait for that, Mike and I are going to be hosting two weeks, not consecutive, but two weeks, of Die Hard Minute. So you can hear our melodious voices there, as well as many other podcasters. So if you go to moviesbyminutes.com you'll see that we are not alone in this there are tons of movies by minutes podcasts and die hard minute was put together where there are different groups hosting each week so i think we're on right around the hour mark in that movie yeah so, so if you like uh if you like die hard as a christmas movie and you're listening <laughs> to this live as it's coming out or coincidentally in november uh, of another year <laughs> Die Hard Minutes coming out with minutes, and, uh, you know, it's perfect for the holidays. If you just want to get in, get into the John McClane Christmas spirit. <laughs> it is an excellent Christmas movie, so that's been a lot of fun, and it's it's keeping us uh, in podcasting shape. <laughs> so, but until then. Right. <laughs> Weog. Teog. Piog.